Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ventures Podcast. I'm excited about today's episode with Hans Molders. He's a friend of mine and fellow board member of Impact Stream. And this is a recording that we did on site uh, about a month ago when we were here in Togo, West Africa. So I'm excited to share this conversation with you. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you can also watch. I have a screenshot here with our uh, screencast and also the, the, the video that we took as we were recording this episode. Uh, so you can uh, click on the link in the show notes to see that URL. And if you are watching this, you can also switch over at any point to podcast. Just search for ventures in your podcast player and it should show up. So with that, please enjoy this conversation, which, which is here in the demonstration farm that I have on my screen here, that's about two hours outside of the capital city of Lome. And uh, this is the demonstration farm that Latte Lawson has helped almost 2,000 people, 2,000 farmers learn how to farm pineapples and, and other crops in order to feed their families and lift themselves out of poverty. And that's the trust network that we're using to bring money and impact into Togo. So with that, please enjoy this conversation with Hans Molders. Okay, we just finished onboarding a lot of people into this application and they're super excited. The energy was really high. We helped over overcome a lot of different technical barriers to get people onto this application and excited to submit proposals. Who are you? <laughs> and, and why are you here? <laughs> well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long story and a short story, but Will and I met uh, two years ago for the first time in a conference called the Flywheel Conference in Wenatchee. And we didn't know each other at all. And uh, every time he had a comment or a question, I'm like, mm, that's a guy I want to talk to. He's wicked smart. And so, so the year after that, he was part of it again. And I go, oh, I never reached out to him. I need to, I need to get, get a beer with this guy. Mm. So I called him up uh, somewhere middle mid-May, I think. I said, hey, uh, you ready for that beer? And he said, yeah, let's go grab a beer. So we sit down, we have a beer. And uh, we were talking about our histories and you know where we are in life and how fortunate we have been, and uh, and and we, you know, we were talking about charitable giving and and how hard it is to pick you know the right projects. And Will says, uh, "Oh man, I got to tell you about this thing that's happening in Togo. I ran into these people, and man, they're for real." And uh, and I'm like, "Oh, tell me more," because I grew up in Ethiopia, so I have a little piece of my heart uh, was always left in Africa. And uh, so he told me about this this idea that uh, we're 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 letting the Togolese people decide what they need, and then they the, the community gets to vote on which projects they want to actually have funded, and then we try to raise the funding for it. And I said to Will, "Well, I want to be a part of that." And he said, uh, "Well, I'm actually going to Togo in July." I'm like, "Can I come?" Uh, he goes. He goes yeah, you can come. <laughs> like, I it's love weird, it. Freak. My, my kind of people. He's like, I'm in. So, so you know, we bought the tickets and, and here we are. And, and uh, I tell you, you know, I, a lot of aid in Africa is gets done in a way that's just not productive. And I think this method, I've never heard of anything like this before. And I was immediately, we were in with money. We were in with our time. We are in with our commitments to help raise more money. Um, 
yeah so so what do you hope to see out of this like what are the types of projects the types of things that you uh, are, are envisioning would be would be helpful here yeah so 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 Africa Africa is a is a is, a, is an enormously rich continent uh, and there are many people that don't realize how rich this continent is and and historically what happens is that all the raw products uh, get exported out of Africa and then the value add gets added in the Western world and what has to happen in Africa is that the products that are grown here need to be processed here and the value add needs to be created here. And, and, that, and that's not happening enough. Uh, right now in, in Cote d'Ivoire and in, and in Ghana, they're doing that with chocolate where they, instead of exporting the raw cocoa beans to Switzerland and Belgium, they're actually making their own chocolate, adding that value. So instead of getting 6 billion of the 146 billion worldwide market, you know, they're going to get 40 or 50 billion of that market. And that will help Africa develop itself because it provide capital for other businesses. You know, and that's what I would like to see here. But it begins with basic infrastructure. If you don't have water, you can't function. If you don't have electricity, you can't function. These days, if you don't have internet, you can't function. You know, so so we have to begin with, with small projects that we can fund and begin building that infrastructure that's necessary to make that happen. Okay, so challenging question for you. Yeah. How do we inject aid, financial aid, mm -hmm. into these projects? Yes, it will be local people, local solutions to local right. problems. How do we inject aid to ensure that this is actually sustainable and regenerative for future generations? What, what do you see that looking like? Yeah, so... so um, Here's a here's a classic example of of, of things that, that in my opinion have been done wrong, uh, providing aid in Africa. You know, the Western world comes in, and we know how things work in the Western world. So we come in, and we're going to solve the problem the way we would solve it at home. Yeah. But we don't realize that there are no spare parts here, for instance. Right. Right. There there is not even the technical know-how sometimes to fix a pump that needs to be fixing. So this beautiful water pump is created, and it works for six months, and something happens to it, it breaks. And then nobody knows how to fix it, and it just sits there unused, and everybody shrugs their shoulders. It's a toy for the kids, yeah. Right, and I don't know what to do with it. So to overcome that, you know, I firmly believe, and that's why I was so excited about this project, is that when you leave the control in the hands of the locals, right, they're the ones that know. They know exactly what the limitations are. They know exactly what need, what needs have to be met. And to me, that's super exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and the key thing that Impact Stream is going to be doing is managing the funds and showing proof of impact, because the flow of money is such a critical part. That's why under the hood, we don't talk about this generally very much. It's why under the hood, we're actually using blockchain technology to have a public distributed ledger so that we can move money from point A to point B, ensure that that money has actually moved from point A to point B and hasn't been corrupted somewhere in the middle. And then Impact Stream in collaboration with International Literacy and Development and other NGOs can make sure that proof of impact is actually happening. We can use our trust networks through the people that we know, through the people that we've had relationships with for decades to ensure that the impact that we are looking for, for sustainability, for regenerative type projects for future generations are actually happening. So Hans, thank you. Hey, thanks for inviting me, I appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I wanted to just let you know before you go that if you're interested in following along with any of the content I write, go to wclittle.com. There I have a newsletter that you can subscribe to and just subscribe to any topic that I, that I write about, whether it's Web3 or health science or software development or any of the miscellaneous new buzzwords like generative AI and other things that come up. 
Uh, and you can also publish. That new platform is called Satchel. Uh, we're letting in more folks into the beta. It think kind of like a Substack, Medium, Mirror, WordPress, but it has some new features that are coming that I think you're, you're going to be really interested in. Also, if you're building a startup, uh, I have a portfolio company called Startup Rocket. StartupRocket.com gives you coaching frameworks and different guides so that you have an understanding about how to build a startup in a scalable way and you can bring in your, your team and your mentors and advisors and potential uh, investors. So we've built that platform and use it internally at my venture capital group, Proto Ventures, and I would highly recommend it for you. All right, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week.